This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. This is indeed the Soul to Soul show on Friday afternoon, our Hilchos Shabbos slot. And it is a great honor and a privilege to be back with you again. It seems like we we're just talking about here in the studio. It seems like it's been ages since we've had the opportunity and the chance to, to chat together. And in fact, uh, it has. It must be at least uh, four Fridays. There were three Fridays that were Yontav, one that was Erev Yom Kippur. So it's been quite a, quite a long, a long hiatus, so to speak, from our, our little time together. And it's wonderful to be, to be back. It's wonderful to be connected uh, again. I hope that each and every one of you had a amazing Tishrei period. You know, we just, just is so much happening and so much emotional and, and the intensity of, of, of Rosh Hashanah and, 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 and Yom Kippur and, and the beauty and the simcha of, 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 of being in the sukkah and Arba Minam and, and Hashanah Rabba with all its, all its magnitude and then Shmini as the highlight and, and an amazing simchas, simchas story is just so much and kind of to come back and, uh, yeah, now we're already holding. Today is the, actually the last day of the month of, of Tishrei. It's the 30th day of Tishrei. Bez Hashem, tomorrow, being the second day of Shaddish, will actually be the first day of, of, uh, of, of Marcheshvan. And it's kind of, you know, time to sort of get settled back into, into things, you know. T- Tishrei has really kind of been Lots of uh, bells and whistles and lots of excitement and, and Mahashvan is, is really not and in, in opposition to that, but it's kind of taking all those messages and, and kind of muting them a bit, but still we really need to, you know, take the intensity of Hasyenu Hashem Lakenus Birchasmedah. We ask Hashem to carry on the great blessings that we accrued on 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 the Yom Tovim into our into our daily into our daily lives. And it's yeah, I mean uh, they say when they're in the Hasidim that uh, yeah, everyone talks about Marcheshvan as being Marcheshvan. It's bitter because there are no Yom Tovim in that. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what what makes that what makes that. Bitter, you know, I mean, uh, every single day in a Jew's life, every single moment we have is, is a sweet, is a beautiful moment, is a moment where there's opportunity for, for growth, where there's an opportunity for development, where there's an opportunity to chapa, a mitzvah to learn a word of Torah, to, to make a, make a, 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 a phone call that will give someone, uh, you know, some, some inspiration to, to, to think of how I can, we can help our, our families, how we can help our neighbors. This is so much, every moment is, is so intense and so so, and so laden with potential and uh, and, uh, and and possibility, yeah. The the I'm much more prone to to the Hasidim who say that the word is actually not marcheshvan but merachashun, which means to to whisper, which which really means that the same incredible energy that exists and the potential that exists in Tishrei exists in, in, in Cheshvan and exists every day of the year. It's not as in your face. It's not as you know, doesn't have uh, the Shafer and doesn't have the Sukkah and doesn't have all, all the trappings of, of Chedish, 
of Chaydish Tishrei, but but we can grow, we can develop, we can have our relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Even though yes, in, in Tishrei it's Tishrei Hashem Bimotzei, there's a greater obligation of us to to utilize the opportunity in in Chaydish Tishrei because the Rebbeinu Shalom is so close and and so intensely connected to to uh to us that uh, that. Uh, we 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 you know that uh, we need to take advantage of that, and then if we don't somehow, we we we're caught short in in that. But uh, yeah, Cheshvan is all about that. Also, just just a little idea, perhaps, on on the parsha. There is there is a very interesting Arachayim Hakadosh, where we know that this, of course, is the week where we talk about the Teva and Nayach building the Teva, and Nayach was given an instruction. That mikol ha from all the animals that rashes that would be pure at that time. The laws of kashrus didn't get applied, but the animals that would become pure tikach lecha shiva shiva. You have to take for yourself uh, seven of each, probably seven pairs, according to many of the of the commentaries. Umin and from the animals that are not uh, pure. Shnaim, you have, to, uh, there will be two, ish, ish, And the Archaim, Akarish picks up on, on the interesting concept that by the Kosh animals, it says, Tikachlcha, you have to take for yourself, while by the non-Kosh animals, it just says, Shnaim, that there will be two, man, uh, male and, 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 and female. And, and he says, from this we learn actually, Two very, very important, very important things. Number one, that tikach lecha, that in, in order to gather seven pairs of the kosher animals, you actually have to go out and gather them. The default was that two animals, bowel nayach, two of each species of animal, Came to Nayach, to the to the Teva, to be sheltered and and harbored inside and and preserve that species. But if the command was to take uh, seven pairs of of kosher of kosher animals, then uh, Nayach himself had to go out and find those 12 other animals, those other six pairs, and he had to bring them. You have to go get them for yourself because only two are going to come automatically to the, to the, to the Teva. That's the first derivation that the Arachayim HaKadosh makes on the word Tikachlacha. The second is that Nayach in procuring all those extra animals was procuring them Lacha. That Noyach was being given license that those extra animals, those extra six sets of animals were for him. He could do with them and, and use them as, as he, as he pleased. Noyach chose subsequent to the flood, subsequent to exiting the Teva to use them as, as korbanot, to use them as, as sacrifices, which Caused Hashem tremendous, tremendous pleasure, right? But but uh, but Nayach was given was given the option. He says of of using them as as he want. And in fact, it may be that 
the reason why Hashem specifically told them to choose those ones was because those animals might be the animals that were of maximum usage, of maximum necessity in building, in preserving, in in putting together the post-flood world. You needed oxen, oxen would would uh, would plow and, and do the do the heavy work. Do the 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 goats and the and the sheep and you know would would provide the 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 wool for making clothing. So once you have clothing and and agriculture, you're already well on your way to to be able to to be able to uh, carry carry on and and that you know that may have been he says that may have been Hashem's motivation in in choosing those specific animals but it really was there for Noach's own I don't Noach's own discretion to use as as he as he uh, as he wanted which is quite quite uh, quite an interesting the the Ramban goes even goes even uh, 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 further, and he, you know, and he actually argues on on our Chaimakarish. He says no, that in fact, uh, the reason why Nayach was was told to take seven of the kosher animals was because in fact God wanted him to sacrifice them as a as a, as a, as carbonus to bring them as as peace offering as, as 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 a as a token of the relationship that existed between Nayach and Hashem after. After the flood, but in fact, he says that the, the, so, so why was it then that if God wanted it that way, why was it that uh, Hashem made Noyach go get it, go get it himself? And, and, and the Ramban presents to us with the concept that if they were going to be used for a, a mitzvah, the performance of a mitzvah requires effort. If if uh, Nayach was going to do this wonderful thing of bringing sacrifices upwards and starting the world by the starting the new world by bringing kabbonis to it had to be something that he invested in. It had to be something that he would make an effort to procure, and therefore was necessary for him to actually go out and and uh, and look for those additional six sets of animals so that he could bring them. As as uh, as as the kabbonis, there's a beautiful comment of uh, Rav Zalman Rav Zalman Sarotskin in his in his epic Sefer Znaim uh, Latayra. It says a similar idea of uh, uh, a couple of parshias down the line by the incident of uh, Eliezer going to the to the well to to find a a wife for for Yitzchak. So it says there. That, uh, he's at the well and Rivka comes, comes along, uh, 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 comes along to the well. Says, Vatered Ha'aina. She went down to the well, Vatmalei Chadavatal. She filled up her, her jug and, and she came up. Eliezer sees this, Vayaratza ever the And Eliezer goes running off to, to, to meet her. And Rashi is interested, why, why did you go to run to her? And Rashi says because he saw from the fact that the water came up to to meet her, that a miracle happened that instead of having to to draw the water, and in fact the comment is it doesn't say Vatish Av that she that she drew the water, he says she just filled her just filled her her uh just filled her 
a jug and 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 came and came back up. So there was no having to having to sort of go down and, and make the effort to reach down to the water. The water came up to us, and Eliezer was was in, impressed with that and realized that he was at the right he was at the right address. Uh, uh, the Rambam points out that subsequently. When Eliezer then makes his request, can you give me some water? And she says, sure, I'll give you and, and, uh, and I'll also give you animals. There it does bring the word vatishav, that she went and drew the water, giving us certainly the impression that no miracle, that no miracle took place when she was drawing for Eliezer and for, and for the camels. And he just makes a point, but doesn't really explain why. Comes Rosalm Tsarotsky and says, it's very simple. Why? Because she was definitely a great, a great person. And therefore the first time when she was going down to draw the water for herself, a miracle occurred. A miracle occurred because she was deserving. She lives on a, on a level where she deserved miracles and a miracle happened. Subsequently, when she was drawing water for Eliezer, and for his camels, and uh, now she was doing a mitzvah. And if she's doing a mitzvah, then a mitzvah requires investment. A mitzvah requires effort. A mitzvah requires putting your, your, your strength and putting all your, all your sort of your, your abilities behind it. And therefore the miracle didn't happen at that, uh, at that, uh, at that time. The more, the more effort we put into a mitzvah, the great, the greater, the reward. As we see the same thing at the end of, uh, at the end of this week's Pasha, after, in, in the aftermath of the, of the flood, when, uh, Nayach has his little four pa and he's lying in the, in the gutter, exposed. So, Cham sees him and does what he does, but, uh, uh, the other two brothers, Shame and Yefes, uh, find out about it. And it says, Vayikach Shem Vayefes Sasimla. Shem and Yefes took a, a garment, a blanket, and went to cover Nayach. But it doesn't say the word Vayikhu, they took it. It just says he took it. And Rashi makes the comment because although both Shem and Yefes were involved in the action, Shem hitamates Yoiser. Shem made it greater effort in in doing the mitzvah and therefore it's considered as if he as if he did it and the Gemara tells us that uh, she brings it down also that as a reward for his effort his descendants received the the mitzvah of 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 tzitzis of wearing of wearing of wearing tzitzis while Yefes as uh, a reward for his involvement also in helping shame to cover the the garment merited that uh when his descendants would be killed in a certain battle time they would be in time of mashiach they would be merit to to be buried to to be buried in fact perhaps one one could say that the difference between the little bit of extra effort that uh, that shame put into the mitzvah 
was virtually the difference between life and uh, and and death. That he got a mitzvah, the mitzvah tzitzis. That's a lebedeka mitzvah that Jews do every single day of 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 their lives. And Yefes, although involved in the mitzvah, without that extra little bit of effort, merited a a, a benefit. But that benefit only actually happened after he was no longer uh, after he was no longer no longer uh, alive. So that's uh, that's uh, interesting. So that we see that all the all these things that uh, uh, every every time we we try to try to do something we try to do something well so so that that in fact compounds the the mitzvah because if i make let's say a a mitzvah is worth something and then i do a little bit of effort so that gets gets increased by so if i make even a greater effort then the entire amount gets uh, gets gets compounded in fact uh, just end with the the uh, there is a a morale the morale comments on uh, on a Gemara in in uh, in Marcus, where the Gemara says that uh, if uh, if a person uh, we know there's a, there's a commandment that a person should not eat blood it's mentioned also in this week's uh, parasha later on uh, we don't we don't eat blood and the Gemara comments that yeah we're told not to eat blood but blood is is generally not something that people would have a tremendous desire or tremendous uh, uh physical hankering for so the Gemara says if already for not eating blood which is which is uh something that human beings really wouldn't wouldn't uh, desire we already get such reward imagine the reward we get for not doing those types of transgressions, those types of, of faux pas that human beings are, are have an inclination. Things like, uh, speaking wrongly or things like theft or, or, or kind of, uh, immorality, which are so much part of our, of our lives today. Imagine the reward that says more. Imagine the reward we get for, for not doing those things that, that a, a human being generally has a pension, has a, has a desire for. Ask, ask the Gemara, I don't understand the Gemara, because how can the Gemara, the, the, the Gemara say, well, this mitzvah gets this reward, so certainly other mitzvahs must get a big reward. He says, we don't actually know the reward for mitzvahs. We don't have the the atomic table that tells us the value of uh of 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 mitzvahs, we don't we don't know what what point value every mitzvah every mitzvah has. That's all we're told. Be careful of easy mitzvahs, uh, in the same way as you are careful about uh, greater mitzvahs, because we don't know the reward of mitzvahs. Maybe some mitzvah that to us seems very very simple, and perhaps even even trite, is actually something that is very very valuable in, in God's and God's kind of totem pole of of uh, of mitzvahs. So how can the Gemara make such a kavuchin? Says Mara, very interesting thing, that in every mitzvah there are two distinct aspects. One is the value per se of the mitzvah itself. And that says, it's 100% true, we don't know the value of any mitzvah, we don't know what, what, uh, how many brownie points we get for any mitzvah that we do. But there's a second component. 
And the second component is lefum tsara agra, according to the difficulty, according to the effort invested, is 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 the reward. And that he says, that's what the Gemara is 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 dressing. That's to to the effort invested, the effort required, not to do a mitzvah like eating blood, which one would assume that that is not something that one really wants to do. So, okay, that we understand. Uh, if you get some reward, it would be, it would be a nominal amount because that's not really something you want that much. Compare that to the type of avera uh, that a person really, really wants to do, and we get to the point where we, we begin to understand. So the, the concept is that, that our mitzvahs are not only actions, and this is something to take with us perhaps into Chayrish Cheshvan, not only the actions that, that we do, but also the effort, the investment we make in, in, in doing those mitzvahs is very, and, and it, it can literally be a huge difference just in, in the kind of, uh, a benefit and the kind of reward we accrue for, for doing those mitzvahs. We're going to come back in a moment with our halachic segment. We're going to be finishing up the, the aspects of, uh, of, of Shabbos. But in the meantime, stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. This is 101.9 High FM on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, we are back. Just, of course, to give you the important details for this coming Shabbos. This is Shabbos Pasha's Noyach, the second Pasha of the Torah. It's also Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, so you get to Shul early, you'll be able to participate again in a, in a Hallel, a beautiful musical, uh, Hallel, and, uh, we take out uh, an extra Sefer Torah to read the special sacrifices that were brought on Rosh Chodesh, and there's a special Haftarah for for uh, for Rosh Chodesh. The important times you need to know for this uh, Shabbos. Candle lighting this evening is no later than 5:59, one minute before before six o'clock, and Shabbos Chodesh ends tomorrow night. At uh, 10 to 7, 6.50 p.m. is the termination of uh, of, uh, of Shabbos. And then that's also then, of course, the termination of Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh had two days, today and and tomorrow. And then we go back into actually uh, Sunday morning. We'll again start saying, start saying Tachanon, which we haven't done for, for quite, for quite a, uh, a while. When we were last here, you may be able to stretch your memory all the way back and recall, we were talking about the concept of musical instruments on, on Shabbos and whether one was allowed to do all types of activities that might induce someone to want to get involved in a, in a musical instrument. We spoke about banging and, and playing all sorts of, all sorts of interesting, all sorts, all, all sorts of interesting things. We're, but we're about to, to finish that, perhaps just one more little, uh, uh, interlude of, of various, of various things. And that would be, okay, what happens if I don't want to, uh, play an instrument? I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, play the drums, let's say, but I'd like to listen to, to some music or perhaps, uh, some kind of, uh, a video. On some kind of an electronic device on, uh, on Shabbos. So they're obviously, I mean, uh, I think, uh, all the, all the authorities would, uh, would agree and it uh, doesn't, uh, 
it doesn't uh, require that much insight that that uh, to play something like that to to sit down and listen to to uh, to the radio or 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 really to to watch uh, television on on uh, on Shabbos would not be would not be recommended even if uh, obviously uh, uh even if you turned it on and let's say left it on from from before Shabbos not after but turned it on on Shabbos even if it was on from uh, from before Shabbos Shabbos started and and on Shabbos you're not actually doing any action at all no Allah, I'm just you know it's been on since last night I'm just going to sit down and watch the uh, watch the rugby on 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 Shabbos afternoon or whatever it is that my I'm not, I'm not discriminating against anyone or anything uh, but to whatever whatever it is that you watch so so that would clearly be forbidden on uh, on on Shabbos and and there are several reasons given for for that for that uh, uh, prohibition first of all uh, if we would be talking about, let's say, a radio station where uh, Jews might be involved, either as the presenters or the the behind, even the behind the scenes, uh, 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 people who make the radio happen. So, so in their involvement in what's going out on, on Shabbos, so they obviously themselves are are then breaking. Are then breaking the Shabbos, and uh, it, it's forbidden to have any kind of benefit from something that was done through an act of the desecration of the Shabbos. In fact, the next thing I want to discuss is a little bit about uh, what happens to uh, with uh, activities that were done either mistakenly or wantonly on Shabbos. What is their what is their status? So, if they're Jews working and producing uh, uh, programs on on, on Shabbos, that certainly would not be uh, would not be uh, uh, allowed. But even even in a situation where, let's say, all those all the employees of of that particular uh, station, uh, both the presenters and and the behind the scenes people are 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 non Jews, still it would be forbidden to either listen to the broadcast of that radio or to watch the live programming on uh, on on Shabbos for a couple of reasons first of all and this is this is this is really way 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 where we're talking about it, it really is a a denigration and an almost almost an insult to the kedusha of uh, of, of Shabbos that we're going to sit on 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 Shabbos and 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 clearly do things that have nothing doing on that at all in the in the spirit in the spirit of Shabbos, and and quite a long, quite a while ago, we actually uh, we actually uh, discussed it. There's some of the uh, there's some of the points can we bring down. We had it in halacha that you cannot even put on 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 erev Shabbos. Let's say you have a a mill, something that grinds uh, flour, and if I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I, my intention is to put it on before Shabbos. Just fine, and, and then allow it to carry on working on on uh, on Shabbos. So we said that's forbidden because the fact that it's going to be working, that's going to continue to work on uh, on uh, on Shabbos, is in itself a a terrible again insult 
to uh, to to the covered the covered of Shabbos because again the the noise of the of the uh, <coughs> of the grinding again is a serious attack on the dignity on the covered of uh, of uh, of Shabbos and and similarly having a radio or television blaring in your in in your room is is, is perhaps even even a, a stronger indictment because at least the the uh, the when I'm running the mill, so the sound that uh, that comes that comes out, I don't care about that sound. I don't really want to hear that uh, that sound. But when I have the radio or I have the television on, even if I have it on from before Shabbos, my intention is, of course, to listen to them, to to be attentive to them on on uh, on Shabbos on Shabbos Kodesh, and and there everyone would agree that that is simply not on in terms of the the dignity that uh, Shabbos is, is supposed to is supposed to uh, have there's a second reason which we're going to come to in a moment but it's time for our last break of the of the afternoon so please don't run away this is 101.9 high fm and this is soul to soul this is Hilchos Shabbos with rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9. We are back with our last segment. We're talking about the concept of whether one is or isn't allowed to have a radio or a television on on Shabbos, even if it was uh, uh, put on before. So <clears throat> one reason we gave is that it's a it's an insult to to Shabbos. But uh, a second reason is that doing something like that would certainly fall under the category of being a weekday. Activity, which we know that are the, the, the verse we started this whole discussion with the verse in Yeshaya that the prophet has and, and the Chachamim uh, subsequently have forbidden many, many actions which look like and which are so similar to things that are done on, uh, on, uh, on, on weekday so that we shouldn't treat Shabbos in the same way that we treat that we treat uh, a, a weekday, and therefore listening to radio or looking at a, a television would certainly fall under that under that uh, a, a category. In addition to that, there's perhaps an additional uh, a, a factor that one certainly has to worry. That maybe you know it's going to lose focus. The, the the picture on the on the screen won't be so clear, and you want to fine tune it, or the radio starts going a little a little bit uh, fuzzy, or or something or something like uh, like that. And then you'll want to you know, or you're the kind of a person that's a a channel flipper. You know, you can't watch anything for more than 10 minutes and then you're going to be somewhere else and and doing and doing something else so those are all reasons why those things should not be uh should not be done you might uh, you know any of those activities are are good reasons to restrict that on uh on doing on uh to do these things on uh on on shabbos similarly uh we we mentioned uh, Kabbalistka that that's why we don't play any kind of instruments 
on on Shabbos again, we worry that you might come to fine tune it, you might come to 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 fix it and perfect it, and that will be forbidden on Shabbos. That will be called metakemon of fixing or perfecting uh, uh, something. And therefore, basically, it's it's across the board that uh, listening to to radio or watching uh, television on Shabbos, even if you put it on before before uh, Shabbos, one mustn't do it for the for the same reason uh even let's say i didn't turn it on but i have a a time switch that turns on the the radio or, or television or 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 any kind of else my 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 ipod or whatever it is to to hear to hear music uh to have that go on on shabbos would again be subject to all of the same all of the same uh uh, 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 reasons and, and the place can do speak about it. Moshe speaks about that. Those are all things that would be forbidden on, uh, on, on Shabbos, on Shabbos at, uh, at all. And again, that, that really is, we've discussed a lot of things, but this is really just the, you know, the spirit of Shabbos, the things that we need to, we need to, uh, be careful about to preserve the, the Kedusha of, uh, of, of, of Shabbos. As I said, I think the next thing, I want to discuss a little bit is the the situation and it happens where sometimes things get done uh on 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 Shabbos things that may be in violation of the of the halakha uh perhaps inadvertently perhaps uh, sometimes god forbid even even uh, intentionally and, and how we handle that? What what do we do? Can we can we benefit from that? Can we use those things? Uh, how do we, yeah? What, what what's the ramifications of 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 doing that? So that uh, that will be a very interesting discussion. Which please God, we'll start we'll start uh, uh, next next week. And uh, yeah, just uh, as as uh, as we began, just to uh, just to to leave you, you know, that the the this concept of 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 making the effort of of doing the extra little little bits please god we have uh next shabbos you can't not be aware of it so please god will be the the shabbos the shabbos project on shabbos pashas uh, and yeah what we need to do yeah even even those who do keep shabbos regularly it's perhaps an opportunity for us to just up our game a little bit. Maybe it's something that one isn't always so strict about or one has yeah, allowed oneself to follow a very, very uh, lenient opinion, which isn't, again, breaking halacha because it's certainly, it's certainly permitted, but there are many things where many of the classic uh, halachic authorities have taken a slightly... Uh, more sort of uh, uh, a strict view on that, and maybe in honor of the Shabbos project, we can we can upgrade our, our Shabbos, or we can do a little bit of learning and studying as to you know the behind the scenes. What what is Shabbos all about? What are we what are we focusing on? What are the main blessings of of Shabbos? Where do we where do we where do we fit into the into the whole picture, you know, is our Shabbos just, you know, the kind of thing where we, yeah, we don't do any work, but, you know, we end up, uh, you know, spending, uh, a vast a majority of the time in, in a fetal, in a fetal position and just, uh, you know, doing it, doing it that way. There's a, the Shabbos project is an opportunity for every single Jew who, whose heart beats with a passion, uh, 
for for being one of God's people, for doing what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do, to to upgrade, to take an extra stone, to to make it a really really special, and then please God, once we've started to to perhaps to uh, take that as a, as our benchmark and raise raise the bar totally, and and make our Shabbos continually something that inspires us more and more and makes it even more of a of a of a joy and more of a, an event each week in in our life. That part brings us to the end of our time together. As I said, it's so nice to be back with you again after a long after a long break and just to again to uh uh we're gonna have a little bit of music now and then the news three o'clock and then uh, the chief the chief rabbi and lots of good things coming and then some good music to take you all the way to Shabbos. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being part of our of our radio family. I just want to wish each and every one of you a beautiful Shabbat Shalom, a beautiful time with family, a time with community, a time to really, let's say, to better yourself and make yourself, you know, turn off the rest of the world and just focus on, on being one with the abundance of being one with, with the world as 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 we as we exist in, we're not trying to change anything, not trying to be the big boss and, and control, and that that really is the way for us to to enjoy and and get into and get into Shabbat. So just to each and every one of you, a beautiful Shabbat Shalom.